Caroline Dowd Higgins, host of Your Working Life, my podcast featuring thought leaders in the career and personal growth arena with wisdom to help you thrive. This podcast provides you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. And today I am delighted to welcome my very special guest to the show, Damien Lupo. Damien, welcome to the show. Hey, Caroline. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm thrilled to be talking to you today. I want to tell our global listening audience a bit about you. Damien Lupo has had an extraordinary career. Over the last quarter century, he started and owned more than 30 different companies, including an insurance agency, a precious metals firm, a venture capital company, a financial consulting firm, and more than a dozen real estate investment and development companies. He's also the founder of Yokido, his own martial art, and holds three other black belts. Now, Damien, your wisdom is vast and diverse, and I'm going to start by asking the question, tell me a little bit more about green and red arrows of wealth and poverty, because your sweet spot is really helping people take control of their finances. Yeah, this was actually something that I was I was gifted by one of my clients uh, about a year ago, and and she asked me, uh, she wanted to get off the roller coaster, the the wealth roller coaster, and that's what she felt like she was on because her investments, her money was all stuck in in Wall Street, and. I, I said, well, tell me about this. Like, what, get, tell me about the feeling. What's what's going on? She said, I'll watch the news at night, and they'll come up with the the market summary for the day. Here's what's happening in the markets and and on Wall Street. And every day, I see this green arrow that says the markets have done well. The Dow did did well, and and it's up this many points. Or she'll see a red down arrow. And every time that happened, there was this anxiety because even when it was green and she felt like, like she was a little bit wealthier, she would think, oh, it might be red tomorrow and then I'll be poorer. And so there was this constant chaotic, stressful event of wondering what the news report was going to say and which arrow was going to show up. And she said, I want off that roller coaster. I said, okay, let's get rid of those arrows. And so we started figuring out alternatives so that she didn't have to ride that roller coaster ride anymore. See, I love that because you're taking the emotional volatility out of it and giving people more power and control over their finances, which I believe trickles into their life, their well-being and their career. Totally agree. It was it was really just uh, the the shift was was more of an emotional shift, and it was the the shift into the idea of being totally responsible. And and most people don't don't really bridge that. They they think it's about picking something or doing something, a certain type of investment or a different mutual fund or something. And the reality is, it's a shift in in consciousness into that space of I'm going to own my financial life, and I'm not going to just abdicate responsibility to somebody way off in the distance that is supposed to be an expert. I'm actually going to control that and figure out how to how to run it and become smart enough because we all have the ability. It's just a question of whether we choose to go out there and do something about it. And she did. She she moved out of that space. And it was very cool because maybe six, seven months later, the market had one of those big red arrow days and it was <laughs> it was down a lot. And I said, hey, did you see what happened in the market? So she said, no, I have no idea. And I really don't even care. And I yeah. went, Add a girl. Add a girl. Love it. (laughs) That's brilliant. Hey, I love that you use the word consciousness because you're also the founder of Yokido, which is your own martial art, and you hold three other black belts. So how does the the love and the, the practice of martial art impact you in life and career? 
Well, it's it's an interesting thing because martial arts can look a lot of different ways to different people. I started off with some very aggressive arts with karate and, and taekwondo. And what I found that those those didn't work with me. And I moved into something called Aikido and then ultimately founded Yokido. And what this has done is it's allowed me to develop me as as a person that really um, is nurturing other people. And so in in the dojo, I'm constantly teaching people how to connect, how to be in relationship, how to let go of, of tension and stress. And it's very different than just the punching and kicking we see when we think of martial arts. And so by that teaching and training, I'm learning how to go deeper into the ground, to be grounded. And that sort of ends up in the middle of all my conversations in business and, and how I, I build companies and, and how I'm working with people. So the, there's a saying that, that I say quite frequently, and that is the way that we do anything is the way that we do everything. And so if I'm if I'm learning how to be in better relationship and how to how to release tension in the dojo and in, in the martial arts, that's the same way I'm going to show up elsewhere. And anybody that's practicing Yokido or this idea of martial arts is really going to start to find that tension and conflict goes away in their business, in their work, in their investing and really in life in general. Oh, I love it. And we're just going to be healthier beings when we can let go of that stress and that tension and that conflict. Well done. Thank you for that. Hey, I'd love to talk about retirement because you and I both know that people are living longer, healthier lives. That's a great thing. It also means we're working longer. And I know you personally hate the retirement term, as do I. So let's talk a little bit. How is that changing our financial world? Well, the the idea that so you're right. We're we're living longer, and and we're a lot of times we're we're still thinking about the idea of retirement and the way that it used to be taught. And for maybe baby boomers or you know many years ago, the idea was it, when when something was obsolete, whether it was it was machinery or people, right. we passed them out. Um, we we got rid of them, and and people have bought into this idea that if I do what I'm supposed to do for long enough, then eventually I'll have this moment in time that I can start doing the things that I really want. And I fundamentally disagree that that's a good idea. I think that our lives are are uh, there's there's a, a living piece that needs to happen today, and that we shouldn't be waiting until we're sixty, seventy years old to live. And the idea that we're going to say at this moment I'm going to retire, I'm going to be done. Really, we're saying to the universe, I, I'm done, and the universe is going to say, well, then we're done with you because if you're just taking up resources, then why would we support you? I believe that the universe conspires with us so long as we're focused and engaged and creating. And and so to to ever say that we're going to focus on something like disengaging with retirement, I think is silly. And really, if we choose that we're going to live today, <laughs> there's no reason that we can't have all those things, the experiences throughout their entire entire lives so it's just it's the idea that retirement really should be thrown in the trash. The idea of what we want, I think what most people really want is they want to create some type of financial security so that they don't run out of money before they run out of life. And that's that's a shift in the conversation. It's really getting rid of the idea of retirement and really focusing on financial power and 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 making that the 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 thing that we're talking about instead of trying to figure out how to stop doing something that we don't like doing just to have the things that we want eventually. Well, and I share your sentiment because I see so many people as a as a career coach, as a leadership coach, that are waiting for the day when everything is going to be perfect and they're going to be ready. You know, how many times do we hear it'll get better when and then fill in the blank. And I think people are waiting to live life and enjoy life and do things for a time when they think it will be better. But I'm with you that we need to live in the moment and enjoy every day and, and take those new adventures and not wait. 
That, that's it, exactly. And, and there's a funny thing that many times we think that we can't have these certain things because we have an idea of what's involved. It's too much time. It's too much money. I see this all the time with people that are, that are saying, I'm going to visit that place at, you know, down the road or it's, it's yeah. too much money to travel to that place. And then I'll ask the question, well, do you know what the metrics are? Do you really know what it takes to go to Costa Rica or to Europe? And oftentimes there's this like deer in the headlights look. And, and the funny thing is when somebody actually looks, usually it's really not that big of a deal. It's just the, the moment where they decide this is important enough to start spending some time figuring it out. And then all of a sudden the, the dominoes start to fall. And, and that's, that's when everything changes. Excellent. Okay, so I've got to ask, Damien, what is this EQRP thing? And I know you're very passionate about empowering moms. So what is it? And I understand that you're really giving them peace of mind and security, but help me understand what's EQRP? EQRP is an empowered qualified retirement plan. And ah, what that okay. means, it's, it's, a, it's a tool where somebody, like I had mentioned before, can, can really get off the roller coaster, the, the Wall Street roller coaster, instead of hoping. And I, I often think of the idea that somebody's hoping their way into retirement. Really, they're smoking a lot of hopium. And that is a bad idea in general. If we can get off the roller coaster and we can say, okay, we're going to drive this vehicle, then we can use something called the EQRP to do that. And really what that means is that someone, the, the moms that are out there that are, that are looking at Wall Street, hoping that one day everything will work out, all of a sudden now they have a checkbook where they're in charge of their investing and they're in charge of their financial future because they're making the decisions and they're not being feed to death all the way through. And it really just get, puts the power and control in their hands, which is about the coolest thing ever when you start to realize that you can actually decide how your financial future is going to look and it's not going to be up to hope or chance. Love it. Hopium. A, a new, new word for me. I like it. I will cite you and credit you, but it's a great word. You know, so many women and men, but I think more women based on my experiences coaching and working with women is that they, they are just not as well informed about their finances as they should be. And I am of the mind that we need to be well informed. We need to have the courage to take the power and control to be responsible for our finances. What wisdom can you share for women who are, are nervous and concerned about that? Well, I, I think this is something that I saw watching my, my own mom and, and my sisters. There was this, this sense of, of it's too complicated. There's a, a sense that I don't know enough or it's, 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 too, it's too much that I, I would need to go learn. So therefore, I can't do it. And it, it really was disempowering and disabling to, to watch that. And, and my, my thinking and my belief is that once we choose that's all it really takes because if, if it matters, we can figure it out. And it's really not overly complex. The idea that, that money and investing and wealth is overly complex is, is basically BS that's been sold to people to keep them trapped and, and allow the system to continue to grow. And I, I just don't, I don't believe in that at all, that, that something like your money is beyond your ability to, to control and, and to be able to do what you want with it. Um, it's, it's a myth. I mean, the bottom line is, it's, if it matters, you can create whatever it is that you can dream up. And, and that's, that's the same with money or a life. Or it's, but it is a choice. And, and it really has to be about you owning your life. Once you've, you've gone into that space, then, then you can start doing something. But you can't be a victim. And that's yeah. where the idea of self-responsibility comes up. It's, it's our, our, the company and my personal primary value because when I see that in people, it inspires me. And I know that they've got something, a life that they're going to create because they're building confidence around that. The moment I hear victim or blame or justifying, I, I know that they're basically in trouble and that the likelihood they're going to succeed is, is almost zero. So those 
have to be washed away and the responsibility has to take over. Well, I appreciate you giving our listening audience permission to take control. I think that's that's step one. You know, in your bio, I love there's a line that says you're an expert at quickly diagnosing hidden financial cancers with clients and their organizations. So give me an idea, you know, what might a financial cancer be, whether it's on the personal level of a family finance or a business well, the, the first thing that happens is we, we ask what is true. It's, it's, the, it's the question that we can ask and we can get to do consciousness in like 15 seconds if we ask it and then we, we think about it and we answer it and then we ask it again and we go keep going deeper. And the way that we do that with, with individuals or businesses is we, we, we start looking at their, at their bank accounts because the funny part is you can see people's behaviors, patterns, and you can see the cancers inside their, their lives if you look at what they're spending money on. And the struggles and pain that we typically have with money and finance are because of unconscious patterns and yeah. behaviors. So when we look at that stuff and we're neutral, when I look at someone's stuff, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm literally looking at their stuff and reflecting back what I see. And we can see cancer and we can see it in the heartbeat and it's stuff that's staring right back at people, but they can't see it because they don't know what they're looking for. And I love how you say you're rewiring people and companies and organizations for success. And that's such a, uh, a beautiful mindset of, yeah, you can, you can figure this out. You can start anew. You can rewire. It's, it's an amazing thing to know that we absolutely can rewire, that we don't have to show up tomorrow really repeating the same things. That, And again, it comes back to the choice. It's about, do I want something different? Okay, if I do, then I have to become something different. I ask, have to ask better questions. The problem with that is that we often don't know what questions to ask. And that's where, where people like you come into play where you can, you can ask people and you can do coaching in a way that people haven't, they haven't thought about things. They haven't asked the right questions. They didn't know what questions. And we, we can help do that by asking the right questions. And all of a sudden, the rewiring happens and it's this neuroplasticity, the rewiring yes. of our brain. And it's just it's an amazing thing that can happen the moment we decide it's important enough to do. Excellent. So, Damien, as we wrap up, give me, uh, give the listening audience, what's the next step or that first baby step for someone who wants to take control of their finances? What's the first thing that they should be doing? First thing I think everybody should be doing is having someone reflect back at them that's got the intelligence and the ability to see what they don't see. What we're always looking for is our blind spots, the things that we cannot see. And so the first step is to find somebody that can see it, that we respect enough to see it, and then invite them to give us the feedback on what's really going on so that we know the truth today. Because if we don't know what's going on today, how we're operating, it doesn't really make any difference if we have a vision because we have no idea where we're starting at. So we need to know where we're starting at first. And that really just starts with having somebody that comes into our life that we bring in to figure out what the truth is. Excellent. It takes a village, does it not? It does. <laughs> Damien, what a joy to have you on the show. You are prolific in sharing your resources online and through social media. So how can we follow you after the show? Best place to find me and, and all the different places that I happen to live on the internet is at DamienLupo.com. And I would also love to, to hear from the listeners and, and see what I can do to help out. So if you, re if you reach out to me on, on the site or on social media, which is all linked to the site, you'll definitely hear back from me. You might even have a video of me showing up in your email box, but I would love to, to have people reach out. I'm always happy to help. Excellent. Damien, what a joy to have you on the show. Thank you for your wisdom, your generosity, and your expertise. I wish you continued success, and I hope our paths cross again soon. 
Likewise, thank you very much, Caroline. Take good care. And I want to thank our global audience for tuning into Your Working Life, where my goal is to help you design your career destiny so it doesn't happen by default. My show is now available on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, and Stitcher. Be sure to subscribe so you get new shows every week and leave a comment about what's important to you in the career world, and I'll consider your idea for a future show. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Thanks for listening.